Hey everyone, it's Buana. And this is Gwen. And you're listening to The, the Page Turner. Welcome back to The Page Turner. I'm Buana. And I'm Gwen. And this week we're really excited because we have a special guest. Yay! A friend and buddy and fellow Paige Avza. Hi. <laughs> Hi Avza. How does it feel to be here? I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this week's uh, topic is a little special. Um, we are doing kids' books, our favorites, talking about some books in our collection, because Avsa here, uh, Gwen and I are not experts no. at children's books. We've been trying to improve on that a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, we thought it'd be better to bring in someone who knows more, and Avsa here is the latest page to have a baby. So, yeah. Uh, how old is he now? He's 18 months. Oh, my gosh. Aww. Like, that seems way too fast. I know. I feel like just yesterday you were like, telling everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, she reads to her adorable boy all the time, and he has his favorites, and she has hers, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So, we're also talking about, uh, when we say children's books, we're not talking, like, J-fiction. We're oh, talking yes, yes. ages zero to eight. So. Yes. Thank you for that clarification. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, we are talking about babies. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's just move on into it. Tell us a little bit about your favorite books. Why do you like them? Why does he like them? Okay, so ever since I was eight weeks old, I used to bring him to Baby Story Time, which we have at the Los Gatos Library. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. What time is that at? That's at 10.30 every Mondays. Yay. Yay! So bring your babies in if you guys have any. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's a beautiful program. And from the get-go, you know, he enjoyed a very hungry caterpillar, ten little fingers and ten little toes, and brown bear, brown bear, what do you see? It's one of his, all three of his, yeah, his (laughs) favorite. Um, How did you pick those? Do you remember how you picked those? I know that um, caterpillar and brown bear, I mean, I knew those from growing up, but I've never heard of the ten little toes and fingers. story time? Oh, is that how? Yeah, story time in books? story time. So at eight weeks um, at the Los Gatos Library, the, at Baby Story Time, they bring all these books out, and they read three books p- at each story time. Okay. And so that every Monday when we used to come, there used to be a different book. So these three were his favorites. When these these books used to come out, he was like, "Wow!" Like, have you ever borrowed them afterwards? Yes, <laughs> a lot, many times. Yeah. You're like, I need to get the, my hands on those right away. <laughs> awesome yeah and then as he's gotten older does he still like to so as he's got older he likes to read the books like I love you through and through and good night I love you um, please mr. panda thank you mr. panda oh. he <laughs> loves those kind of books so I've seen those books on the shelves they're very cute, cute. yeah oh. it's great the books teaches the kids a lot of well they all teach different things actually like a book I love you through and through teaches the kids opposites like silent and talking um, it also teaches the child um, how to name parts of the body like eyes ears mouth nose hair ear. head shoulders knees toes <laughs> do you guys sing that song we do all the time is that a song at story time it is it is oh okay one of the kids favorite songs <laughs> i feel like it's fun because you just get a you get to get a little antsy like yeah head shoulders <laughs> and then it goes faster you have to do it like three times it really fast. oh my gosh so yeah. it really gets the adrenaline <laughs> yeah, yeah. the kids the wiggles out yeah exactly <laughs> oh cute and the second book like he loves to read when he at bedtime is good night I love you yeah and it just goes through the bedtime routine like take a bath brush your teeth um, get dressed into your pajamas and then a bedtime story yeah so it's a beautiful book for kids 
at bedtime. Yeah. Oh, these two, by the way, for the listeners, are board books, which means they're f- typically for younger children. Yeah, and it is for bedtime. It's so cute. They're really portable, very easy to move around, and they're very um, thick. Tough. And, yes, sturdy. <laughs> very sturdy, so when the kid wants to move the pages themselves. The grabby hands and Yeah, stuff. exactly. There's less chance of whipping the pages, which yeah. is why we have them for a littlest of patrons here. Yeah. And the sentences are also very short, so mm-hmm. it's easy for the for the little kids to just read through it like fast. It's yeah. It's not mm-hmm. a long sort of board book. Yeah. Especially if they're going to get bored very easily, yeah. or yeah. then it's not so long that then they're energized before bedtime. Right. <laughs> they're still tired enough that they'll yeah. go to sleep, by the way. Or if they want their parents to read it repeatedly, it's not that long. Yeah, yeah. That long. <laughs> that's a good point, too, yeah. yeah. Does he make you reread it sometimes, or are you, are you yes. good at being like... When he <laughs> when he comes to the eyes, ears, you know, that's oh, how he yeah. learns it's from, from these books. And, like, the cute thing he does with I Love You through and through is, after I finish the book, um, at the end it's the book it says a book about how much we love our little ones and then he'll kiss it oh that is, that is so cute i know we just keep saying oh that's <laughs> cute but like how can you say anything else to that like that's adorable yeah one of his all-time favorites oh that's excellent um and then uh i see that you brought here too a couple mr panda books uh so why do you like those Mr. Panda books, it, they're kid-friendly um, way of teaching the value of patience and the importance of saying thank you, please. It's just manners that your kids need to learn at a very early age. Yeah, yeah. I've already started teaching my son thank you, so he says thank yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I mean, start them young. Yes. Exactly, exactly. It's harder to do it later. Yeah. you got to do it earlier the better. Um, and does he like pandas? He loves pandas. <laughs> I yeah. particularly like this panda. He's so grumpy looking, but oh, really? so cute. But he's got a hood of gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you guys been to the zoo with him? We have, yes. Does we he like the real pandas? He loves the real pandas. We recently went to the San Diego Oh, zoo. that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Bear. He loves the bear. Well, that's perfect then, because he likes um, Mr. Brown Bear? Ooh. Yeah, he so loves brown, 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 brown Bear. Brown Bear. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... In the future, like down the road a little bit, will you read longer books together, like chapter books? Because when I was a kid, my dad read like The Hobbit with me. But this <laughs> is a book that you couldn't read in just one sitting, so we had to keep coming back and remember the story, and we would discuss it. Is that something you would want to do with your son? Yeah, definitely. It's like a bonding experience, and I love to keep reading um, with him during bedtime and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. Growing up, um, I always read just on my own, but I had friends like you, Gwen, who yeah. Harry Potter series, mm. Hobbit series, they would read a chapter a day. And even up until the last one came out, when yeah. we were, how old? Well into high school? Oh, yeah. It was definitely high school. Age. Yeah, we were like late teens or mid-teens, and they were still reading it together, or they'd read a chapter at a time and pass oh. it around the family. Wow. And then, dis- and then discuss cool. it, That's you know? Have a little book club. Yeah, and try to make it as fair as possible. And I think that that was something that was really interesting and pretty cool. Yeah. I know I have somebody, like, right now, a friend of mine who is going through the Harry Potter series with her daughter. And oh, it's very oh, wow. cute. That's and that's amazing. definitely one that I think that oh, yeah. it's great to talk to the kids with. So that's yeah. awesome that you're going to continue keeping up that tradition. Yeah. yeah. So do you have any advice for parents? 
Yes, I highly recommend parents to bring their little babies to baby story time. Um, you can bring them at early, as early as like four weeks and they pick up so much, they learn so much from baby story time. They're such they're little sponges, you know. <laughs> Sucking it all in. Yeah, so it's really important that you bring your kids at a very early age to yeah. story time. I mean, and we have so many story times that why not? We even have one in Spanish. Yeah. Yes. Bilingual so, story time. Yeah, we started that only a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy, but yeah. Yeah, it's on the first and third Wednesdays of every month. So if you want your kid to be bilingual as well, you should start bringing them to that one too. <laughs> <laughs> start them young. <laughs> okay, so I think that brings the section to the close. Thank you so much for having me. It's been oh, thank you for, for being here. It's thank exciting. You. We've been playing this one for a long time, so yeah. it's exciting that we got to do it. Um, so yeah, thanks Avza and everyone go to story time. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Once again, that was a wonderful co-worker Avza who is also a page here at the Los Gatos Library. Now we are going to do the page perspective and we decided to stick with the theme and we are going to, we did mention earlier some of the story times that we offer here. But now we're going to list them all and the times and the days that they are so that you can, you don't even have to look it up yourself. You already know when they are and you can come on in and join us. So all of these story times are before we open, except for the family story time. And for those earlier ones, you have to go around the side of the building to get in. Yes. Baby story time, 1030 Monday. Preschool story time, 1030 on Tuesdays. Family story time is at 6 p.m. on the second Tuesday only of every month. Uh, bilingual story time again, 10.30 on the first and third Wednesdays. Terrific twos at 10.30 on Thursdays. And wonderful ones at 10.30 on Fridays. <laughs> so there's something truly for everyone. For so everybody. we uh, hope to see you come in and join us. Yeah. So for the rest of the episode, Gwen and I wanted to talk about a couple children's books that either were had stuck out to us from our childhood or maybe something silly that we've seen just working here at the library that we've gotten a good laugh at yeah. um, as adults. And um, we also wanted to talk about reading um, at a young age and with family and, you know, maybe we attended story times and things like that and the importance and um, how that really shaped us as readers today. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, Gwen, you want to start? Uh, sure. I guess I'll talk about the first book that I picked off our shelves. Uh, <laughs> and that's called We Are in a Book <laughs> by Mo Willems. And I, I don't know why. I just picked this up when I was shelving, and I thought it's hilarious, in part because of the fourth wall break. But <laughs> For a kid's book, a fourth wall break, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, you know, it's Elephant and Piggy, which is... One of our most here. popular series, if you don't know oh, already. Yeah. I'm sure you guys do if you have kids that come here. And, again, the author is Willems, and we have so many yeah. of these books that there's no way you'll walk in and not be able to walk out with one usually. Yeah, I mean... Usually. There might be one <laughs> hidden somewhere that you can find. Because they That's do true. go fast, but sometimes was, the one is missed. I was actually surprised that this one was on the shelves. Because oh. of, like, the only reason I was suspecting that it would be was because I had just shelled in that oh. section this <laughs> so you knew. And I was like, there were a lot there, so maybe. You had some insider trading. You knew yeah. there should have been something there. <laughs> yeah, I would like to say also about Mo Willems is that he's in more than one section. He's got books in the picture book section and in, like, the EB readers. Mm-hmm. So, and that's easy books, or 
Easy Beginner? Easy Beginner. That's the one. Those are the uh, ones on the first shelf, and it's either a blue, purple, or green sticker on the spine. And this is the kind of level between your board books and your easy chapters. Yeah. We have a lot of, in the kids section, which takes up most of the first floor of the library, we have a lot of books for kids from all age ranges. Mm -hmm. So no matter what level your kid is at, there's always a book and they're all divided and stick out based off of the sticker that's on the spine. Yeah. And, you know, if you ever come in and you're overwhelmed or you're just not sure, you can always talk to the librarian that's at the desk at the time and you can get some help. But we do have so many varieties and so yeah. we're just pointing that out with the whole green, purple, and blue sticker yeah. thing that we have so many options for you here. Yeah. And, you know, I just wanted to point out also the easy chapter books, which is like the last level before you would go to the other side of the children's <laughs> room. You know, because we do have them organized by kind of level and age range so mm -hmm. that it helps you pick out your books. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's Mo Willems. We are in a book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Every time I say the title, that's how I have to say it. <laughs> What's the exclamation point at the end? Well, it has yeah. one in the title. <laughs> <laughs> I guess another one that I was, I picked up while I was shelving and thought it was one of the cutest things is Dragons Love Tacos by Adam Rubin. Oh. <laughs> Who doesn't love a taco? I know. But <laughs> apparently dragons really love tacos. <laughs> Who'd have thought? That is awesome. The cover is very cute, too. It's a, a, dino, a dragon, excuse me, with a bunch of tacos around him. <laughs> there's also a second one. Dragons love tacos, too. Oh, there's a sequel. <laughs> there is a sequel. I haven't read that one yet. That's awesome. And maybe it's checked out. Maybe it's just too popular that... We have to wait in line. There's a lot of people waiting to see what happened. Well, actually, it is on the shelf right now. I did check. But oh. who knows when the time this comes <laughs> out. It might not be. Exactly. Oh, that's awesome. I only have one book. The book is actually from my childhood. And it. I remember a long time ago, it used to be seen as like a classic. Mm -hmm. But uh, sometimes when I mention it now, not a lot of people know <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> but it is Love You Forever. And it's written by Robert Munch. And it's illustrated by uh, Sheila McGraw. And this book, I, it was really cute to me growing up because it's all about a mother and her taking care of her son. And as he gets older, she gets older. And, you know, and then at some point he starts to take care of her. Mm -hmm. And then he has his own child. And it just was kind of like very, I don't know, I don't want to say circle of life because that's <laughs> a little cheesy and serious. Um, but it, it just kind of shows like the love and care mm -hmm. of food generations and things like that. And I don't know, there's something about it that even if I didn't fully understand, you know, the implications that everyone's getting older, you know, and things yeah. change, it just, that whole love and care passing on like really got to me. It feels eternal. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That, and yeah, that's another thing too, is it's not necessarily something, you know, oh no, things are changing so fast, that's so mm -hmm. sad. It's like, no, that's great. Things are constantly moving and then, you know, one day you'll have your own kid yeah. and it'll pass on the love and, and that's what sticks, you know, throughout all the generations. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's mine's a little, not as goofy <laughs> <laughs> as your picks. I guess mine's a little more serious, but yeah, it's just very cute and, you know, one that, and this one is a... A picture book? Yeah, it's a picture book. So it is for probably the it's the higher end of the kids' books on that on one side yeah. of the for, the for the little ones. Definitely our biggest collection on that side of the children's section. Yeah. What books did you remember from your childhood, Gwen? 
Um, well, I would say The True Story of the Three Little Pigs by John Sheshka. <laughs> we had to Google. Yes. Uh, we realized that even though we were very familiar with his books, we have never actually heard his name pronounced out loud. <laughs> and I only pronounce it in my head, so it doesn't matter. Yes, <laughs> and we were very surprised. <laughs> but John Sheshka. Sheshka. Rhymes with Fresca. <laughs> yes. And it's illustrated by Lane Smith. So this is kind of a re- retelling from the wolf's perspective of <laughs> the three little pigs. Which I think is awesome, because you know, as they say, there's two sides to every story. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, another book was When You Give a Mouse a Cookie. Classic. Classic. By Laura Numeroff, illustrated by Felicia Bond. Felicia. Bond. Yeah. Bond, Felicia. I don't know. <laughs> James Bond. I know. It just pops in my How head. How does he do it? But I guess it d- doesn't work as well with Felicia, which is why his no, name's no. not Felicia. <laughs> um, I guess it's a single syllable type exactly. of Exactly. <laughs> and she's actually done a couple that I see, I've seen on her shelves that I don't remember reading at all, which is like when you give a moose a muffin. Yeah, I was going to say, there's like different animals but in different foods, but kind of like a series or the same series. Yeah. So I haven't read any of those. Can't tell you, but... They look similar, so I'm sure they're good. <laughs> and then also remember Corduroy. Do you remember that Aww, one? Yeah. You know what's funny is I don't remember much. Oh, my gosh. I just remembered another childhood book, but I'm sorry. So you go first. Corduroy somehow made me think of it. But yeah. I feel like I never remember what that was about. Was he just, like, on a shelf? I see. I only vaguely remember because I was so young. But I remember he's a little teddy bear, or he's just a small bear. Yeah. All I remember is he, like, was at the laundromat, and he was getting his overalls washed. (laughs) Literally forever ago. Yeah. No idea where I'm pulling this from. Could be completely, like, made up. (laughs) (laughs) No, that sounds right. That sounds right. But I remember loving corduroy. Yeah. And my mom would read that one to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, And I think she really liked corduroy, so. Yeah. Oh, so, sorry, the one that I remembered earlier was Curious George. Yes. Curious George, which we have here at the library, yeah, so come on down. Curious George was just like, it was just so cute. Uh, yeah. Like, so much. Do you know they have a TV series of it now? I feel or like. They did, like, a few years Yeah. Ago. Well, I feel like they had one. I was going to say maybe they had one when I was a kid, but maybe I'm just, like, projecting. They yeah. Um, I have uh, nieces and nephews, so I do see, like, the mm-hmm. kids' channels sometimes. Yeah, but it was just the man in the yellow hat. Yeah. And and his monkey, <laughs> which was just adorable. Like, what's cuter than that? I know. I remember them going to, like, museums and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then, of course, Madeline. Yes. See, it all comes back to you. Every time you try so hard to remember things. Can I just pitch this to you for a second? Huh? For Halloween this year, if we could all dress up as the Madeline little, like, the girl, <laughs> and then Ryan can be the, the nun. <laughs> <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> By Ryan, of course, I mean our library director. Ryan Baker. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's what makes it so funny to I us. <laughs> so you heard it here first, folks. Stay tuned till October to see if we can pull this off. But don't tell Ryan. We'll tell, we'll tell him the idea later. <laughs> we'll pitch it to him later. Exactly. Oh, that would be hilarious. Right. But Madeline, was, that was a, another one in that, that we, of course, classic. have here. Another yeah. classic. Yeah, it's always funny to kind of see, like, what's classic for us mm-hmm. and, and remains classic for other yeah. kids and what changes. Yeah. Like, I don't know, so it's almost like it's the same thing but kind of slightly different mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But, um, yeah, those were just, yeah, it's Can so you remember any children's books that you read and loved when you were a kid or had read to you that, like, 
you haven't seen anywhere? Honestly, no, not really. And and it's probably because they don't stick out to me as often because yeah. I don't see them as often. It's true. You know, so being read to you at like three or four, mm-hmm. if you don't see them as often or see other kids reading them or don't yeah. see TV show ad- adaptations, you're probably not going to remember. I could be wrong, though. I'm sure there's some people out there that <laughs> are like, I, I can't find and print this book that I want to read to my kid that I... I, I promise you it's real. Yeah. I just can't find it. But, yeah. Those I can't think of any either. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess then they're classics for a reason. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they're timeless. Yeah, so those are just a couple. Oh, Corduroy, by the way, is both written and illustrated by ah. Don Freeman. Yes, let's not forget that. Very talented. <laughs> yeah, so those are books from our childhood. Some books that we have here. Actually, all these books we mentioned we have here. Yeah. Some newer ones, like Dragons Love Tacos. Mm. And, yeah, so we just, uh, to wrap it, things up, we wanted to talk about uh, just reading in general with kids and how we feel, you know, the importance of that or yeah. the effects of that. Yeah. And, you know... I mean, to be fair, we might be biased, but no. Yeah, just, a little biased. We do work <laughs> in a library, library <laughs> and we do like to read, so there is a hint of bias there. But we'd like to think that, you know, if you're listening to this, you obviously have a bit of a bias towards the library and, may, you know, books. Maybe you're only here for the movies, but, you know, books as well, maybe. Yeah, it's also, like, child development science has shown the importance of, like, yeah. reading and communication and just those motor skills and stuff which are things that you pick up at the story time like with finger plays and exactly. all that it's you know it's important and music that if you find a book that is has rhymes like Dr. Seuss and stuff yeah. make a song out of it because yeah. the rhymes all help the development you know exactly. and the music helps with like finding the tempos and learning exactly. how yeah. cadence works and yeah. You know, it's all important. And it's all connected. <laughs> yeah. Just reading, too, they say, like, the more words a kid is exposed mm-hmm. to, the more intelligent they become. Yeah. Because they, you know, they have found different ways to say different things. They know how to better express themselves yeah. because they have the words and the vocabulary to do so. They're able to understand things quicker and just be, it's all just about that vocabulary and having those things. And also... Uh, one of the great things about specifically reading to a child mm-hmm. is pronunciation. Oh, you know, yeah. I know a lot of people my age actually that when they were growing up, they had trouble, and sometimes as an adult too, yeah. have trouble pronouncing things because they read mostly just to themselves, yeah. which is great, of course, but having words repeated back to you mm-hmm. and, you know, oh, saying just what does that mean? You know, asking your parent, what does that mean? And, you know, you don't really think about it, but a lot of times that's how you learn what something means. Oh, for sure. Is by trying it out. It's not, you're not Googling words yeah. as a kid growing up, you not know, or, or looking up words in the dictionary. You, lose, you use, like, context clues. And exactly. Then, like, if a parent is reading to you and you don't understand a word, you can ask them yeah. what that means. And also, like you said, pronouncing things. Like, there's still words that I'm like, <laughs> I only learned that when I was reading, like, as a teenager. Exactly. I have no idea how to, like, actually yeah. pronounce it, because I've never heard the word. Yeah. So it's, like, there's, I think one of my friends, the other, like, a couple months ago, said a word, I'm like, is that really how it's pronounced? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, like. The more you know. <laughs> exactly. Right? It, it still happens as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. So the earlier that you can, you know expand the vocabulary as soon as possible, the less trouble you'll have, you know, going forward. And, I mean, just being someone in middle school, even elementary school, and trying to keep up with everyone, but not being able to read the full sentence because you're not quite sure what three of the words mean, that's Mm -hmm. very frustrating. Yeah. So... That that leads to another discussion about, like, 
children the same age can be at totally different reading mm-hmm. levels. And that might have to do with, like, a learning disability or just they straight up didn't have any interest in reading yeah, when they yeah. were young. So they just don't have that level. So it's important for the parent to know, and you'll learn this by reading with your child and, like, doing these pro- programs and coming to story times. You'll learn the level of your child, and then the librarian can take that information mm-hmm. and really cater the things that she provides to you or he provides to you. Yeah. I say she because our children's librarian is... Is a woman, but it could be anyone down there on the desk. Yeah, it yeah. could be anybody. Any, qual- so, any other qualified person, of yeah. course. But, you know, it takes that sort of communication with the kid to yeah. really learn and understand what that fine line between something being challenging and something being frustrating. Yeah, and, like, we, um, I think we've said before, you know, we are not children, uh, children's um, literature experts by any means. Yeah. So it it's not unusual to, you know, you haven't been to the library in a while with your child, you go, and you're like, I know my kid loves to read, but we don't know where to begin finding yeah. things that they're going to like. Yeah. That's like, that's totally normal. And, you know, Gwen and I, you know, we also don't have kids yet, so we're going to be asking yeah. our coworker, the children's <laughs> librarian, what, what books? <laughs> there have been times, like, I have two friends who just had kids. Like, I have gone to Catherine and been like, tell me what to get. <laughs> yes, and Catherine is a wonderful children's librarian here at Lost Gattis Library. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's just all these things that um, help, you know, and like Avza said when she was here, it's a great bonding experience mm-hmm. with your child. It really is, and, you know, I said, too, that, um, some classmates I had up until the older teens were reading or sharing a book with a parent and discussing it and, you know, asking questions and, and yeah. things like that. And so it's just really great. So, I mean, we still do that on some level as an adult. We yeah. have book, book clubs. clubs all the time. It's the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. It's always beneficial to read and, and yeah. talk with people, well, you know? I mean, and also like reading is an experience. Like you might be experiencing it in your mind, but it's still an experience. You're still going through these trials and, you know. Exactly. One book you read at one point in your life might have no impact. You read it at another point in your life, it's another big impact. So (laughs) it it serves an impact. You know, to have those experiences and then be able to discuss them with people is wonderful. Invaluable. Yeah. And so learning that from a young age, uh, we think, is a great skill. We know we just gave a big kind of ad on reading. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, we look at a library. What can you expect? Maybe a little bit preaching to the choir. (laughs) Yeah. Because you are listening to a podcast about books. Exactly. We're we're (laughs) sure that you can sympathize with this. But, yeah. And so, again, um, earlier we gave the times and days for our story time. Mm -hmm. You can find that on our website at losgatosca.gov on a very lovely and easy-to-navigate website. And, yeah, please uh, feel free to, of course, call or stop in with any questions you might have and to, of course, join us um, at one of our wonderful story times. Yeah, I mean, check out the events calendar. It's now on the homepage of Mm -hmm. our website. And we have more than just story times. We have other children's events, too. We have crafting. We have... Wild things. Yeah, we had some really interesting animals brought in by an expert. I saw a... Raven? Yeah. Which was wild to see. I know. No pun intended on wild things. (laughs) I went in there to pick up some of these books that we were going to talk about, and then he pulled out an owl. I was like, oh. Yeah, (laughs) tempted to sit down and watch. It was just, it was really cool, and we have um, games and other things. So, of course, um, please check us out on the website. This has been The Page Turner. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. It was quite different from our other one. And next week, we'll be back to our normal format, Mm -hmm. Just Me and Gwen. And talking about, you know, the book that we read that month. And this time it's going to be 
Black Tutors, The Untold Story by Miranda Kaufman. This was really exciting to pick and I'm yeah. really excited to do. It looks really interesting. Yeah, right? Um, so everyone, of course, you know, there's so many histories out there about mm-hmm. the Tudors and the romance and the drama, you know, of their lives. Shows, miniseries. So yeah. many, so many. Uh, but a lot of, you know, there's n- hardly any histories written about the black Tudors. Yeah. And so uh, the on the book, you know, it says, a groundbreaking work um, that challenges the accepted narrative that racial slavery was all but inevitable and forces us to re-examine the 17th century to determine what caused per- perceptions to change so radically. Mm-hmm. And so it it is what it says. It's all about the lives of the black Tudors during the Tudor age. Yeah. So I'm really sure, excited. Yeah, right? We both really are. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure to, you know, read it before. You can come pick it up at the library. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have it here at the Los Gatos Library. And, yeah, and then stay tuned in for a discussion. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. This has been The, the Page Turner. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or on our webpage via a direct RSS feed. We would be very grateful if you would subscribe or write a review wherever you listen. Thank you all for listening. This has been The Page Turner. The views and opinions expressed here do not necessarily represent those of the Los Gatos Library or the town of Los Gatos.